Welcome to Blue Talks. I hope you enjoy this Blue Talk from Blue Talk San Diego featuring Mark Nixon. Well, perspective. It's a particular attitude or viewpoint on something. So that's good because it gives me the ability to decide how I see or how I view whatever's in front of me. And that is very important because the way we frame things in our lives, it really, really matters. The mindset we hold is in direct relation to our realities. So it's very important to have a good grip on it. We can't control everything, but we can control our attitudes. Which brings me to this quote, which I found along the journey. And I'll read it out to you because it's very powerful, I believe. It is called, I am the decisive element. It's a 17th century poet named Goethe. I have come to the frightening conclusion that I am the decisive element. It is my personal approach that creates the climate. It is my daily mood that makes the weather. I possess the tremendous power to make life miserable or joyous. I can be the tool of torture or an instrument of inspiration. I can hum humiliate or humor, hurt or heal. In all situations, it is my response that decides whether a crisis is escalated or de-escalated, a person humanized or dehumanized. If we treat people as they are, we make them worse. If we treat people as they ought to be, we, we, give, uh, we, are we help them become what they are capable of becoming. So that being said, this was my car 13 years ago. Well, I should say, this is my car 13 years ago after they pulled it out of the ditch. This is my favorite photo of the, of the bunch because you can see on the V on the back side where the gas tank is, how powerful the accident was bending the car completely in half. So 13 years ago, I was laying in a ditch, unconscious, after I had lost control of the car, I was driving home from work and something had come out in front of me and I lost control. I ended up flipping the car a few times, smashing into a tree, bending the car in half. Laying there unconscious with a broken neck, a broken back, bro broken ribs, punctured lungs, bleeding out, waiting for help. And I was there for quite a bit. However, there was a retired nurse about 50 yards, 100 yards up the road. She heard the accident. She came back and she saved my life. There was also an ambulance only in the area because there was a call that was made that happened to not be necessary out in the country. So the ambulance was close to me, so I was able to get an ambulance within 20 minutes of my accident and able to get to the hospital inside the hour, which saved my life. Now, when I woke up, it was a month later when I realized I was in the hospital. My family was there. They were told it was devastating. Uh, 24 hours to live, 48 hours to live at the beginning. I fought through it, and I was able to make the recovery that they were not expecting. The hospital had told my parents, my family, that I'd be in the hospital for about a year, a year and a half. 
A month later, I was in rehab. And that just goes to show the power of mindset and the power that you give yourself if you put yourself in the right place. My father and I we came up to a game, uh, we had a game plan that this was a new life. We saw that as a new life and we were going to experience it as a new life. It was day one and we were going to move forward from there, from there up on and that was it. I was off based on that response with my father and I. We had made that game plan and that was it. I, was going, I wasn't going to let this pain, sadness and negativity rule my life and be the norm. Living in a wheelchair is not all bad and I realized that very early on. So I took a deep look inside and I started realizing a lot of the things I took for granted. And we are what we think, right? Napoleon Hill said that. So I was really thinking about this and let's try this out. For example, what is the first thing we all do when we put our socks or shoes on in the morning and anytime we put our sandals on? What's the first thing we do? We move our toes. No one even realizes that. When the time comes, the first thing you do, you put it on, you move your toes to make sure everything's nice and relaxed. So paralysis forces us to realize we gotta think outside the box for a lot of things moving forward in our life. A good example of that would also be the blood circulation. Why is that? Because body, the human body was not made to be sitting 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So we really have to um, think outside the box on how to get that blood flow to circulate. So what they created is, it's, we call it a push-up. We lift our body like this for 30 seconds every 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it like that, otherwise you, you get pressure sores, the blood circulation. A lot of people will understand this by if you fold your legs. Mm -hmm. And when your leg starts to get numb or falls asleep, that's because the circulation is no longer flowing. So you have to move your legs. For me, I don't know. I don't feel that asleep or the numb feeling. So I have to do it every 30 minutes regardless. Every 30 minutes. Okay, so this is what I'd like you all to do with me. For the duration of my talk, you're not allowed to move your lower limbs. You're gonna play paralysis with me. So you're not allowed to move your toes. You're not allowed to move your ankles, your feet, your knees, your bum, nothing. You have to, so get yourself set up and feel good because from now on, you're not going to be able to move for the next 10, 15 minutes. So you guys all ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So after three and a half months of rehab, it was time for me to go home. I was getting out of the uh, comfort and the safe space of the rehab, but being getting ready to enter the real world it was very scary for me because being in the rehab you're around wheelchairs and you're around doctors who are understanding of your situation and they know what's going on but when you get out into the real world in a perspective from a wheelchair after being 64 for 24 years of my life I'm now in a three or four foot perspective of the world plus I'm rolling around on wheels now so it's very, very different. I was under the assumption that relearning everything would be very, very hard and life wasn't going to be very fun. It wasn't going to be very exciting for me 
because I was young, I wouldn't be able to do what a lot of 20 year olds were doing, and I wasn't being able to travel. But that was perspective, that was my mindset, my mindset at the time. But you have to get over that situation and grow and use your situation to elevate yourself. So, to my surprise, when I came home, there were a lot of people in wheelchairs. There was, I didn't notice them beforehand, but they were young and old, which is what I was scared about, was them being, the, the thought process of being in a wheelchair is because you're older and you can't go on and you can't walk anymore, you're not strong enough. And if you're younger, it's because something really bad happened to you. So I didn't want everyone looking at me differently. But when I came home, I noticed that it wasn't really that different because there's so many people are out there and they're moving around, they're doing what they needed to do. It's amazing how it happens though. Just like a new pair of shoes or a new car that you see for the first time that you really like, once you have that image in your mind, you start to see it everywhere. The universe brings it around you and you start to see it everywhere. I just didn't notice how many chairs there were. As I said, I was focused on a lot of other things. I was playing basketball. I was going professional overseas in Europe. I was talking with them already. And I was becoming a chef at the same time. So I was really concentrating on a lot of other things. And then the car accident happened, brought reality right back to me. So I had to start thinking very differently. And that's where the, um, my paradigm comes in. I had to change my paradigm. In, in order to uh, successful, be successful with this. See, our mindsets can blind us think, to things right in front of us, but when you decide to take control, it becomes very clear. I wasn't gonna let this accident be the deciding factor in my life. Let other people decide for me, oh, he's in a wheelchair, you can't do that, or you can't do this. It's not, that's, not, that's not what I'm about. I could have given up and hated my life retreat into the shadows and maybe given up but that's not the right attitude to have I don't I truly don't believe it so I decided to use the second chance I was given to make the best situation for myself and my family using the wheelchair to explore a new way of living as Corey said remember how I decided to how we decide to frame things in our mind really really matters it's very true as I said I was terrified to come home I was very fearful but fear is an emotion that we can control if we accept it, if we acknowledge it, fear is a very powerful thing. We all know that. But if there's, there's a lot of firepower in it, but if we can figure out a way to wrestle that fear, to push you from behind instead of standing in front of you, it's gonna be a lot easier for you to succeed in life. Remember how, we, how I was terrified coming home thinking I'd be the only person in the wheelchair? Now I use that same fear to push myself forward in life and I'm sitting here in front of you because of that. Before we can have a proper view on anything, we first have to look deep inside ourselves to know who we are. How do you guys see yourself? You have to ask yourself that question before we can go forward in life. When I had my accident, I had to do just that, figure out who and what I was about. What I realized was, generally speaking, our confidence level is nowhere near where it should be in life. We are really pushed, society makes us question ourselves a lot and they put judgment on us and we fall into that judgment. But with the right perspective, we could see our lives for what it is and we could use, use the existing reality to push forward. Before my wheelchair, before my car accident, I would have never been doing public speaking. 
I was very scared of public speaking. But put me in a wheelchair and I can't shut up. <laughs> I go around and I talk to everyone and it's just about the way you want to see yourself. I don't see the wheelchair as a disability. I don't see it as a negative. I see it as a, a vehicle to go forward. And it's the way, whatever journey I choose to take that vehicle on is what's going to happen. When I had my accident, uh, life gave me, gives me two choices. Like I said, you can retreat into a safe space, never really go out and experience life, what it has to offer you, or you could do like I did and take on the challenges and roll with the punches. My goal is simple, to wake people up before they have a situation like mine, a very bad car accident or a very bad incident in your life. It doesn't have to be a car accident, it could be anything really. And I just really want to bring awareness to people before that happens to them. Because if you wait for that, cha that changing moment in your life, it changes like this. And in a negative with a car accident, you want to be aware, you want to, be, you want to notice it before it happens. And um, press pause in your life and take that culture look today, is what I'm saying. The little voice in the back of your head, we all have that little voice in the back of our head, but we always ignore it. We never really, we shy away from it. I see it, I'm suggesting that we start paying attention to that little voice in our head, take control of it, and do what we always shy away from. If we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we are locked into a physical world and we allow things from the outside to control us. That being said, I had to change uh, my paradigm going, going to, if I was going to survive this. I feel too many people are, are going through life safely trying to make it to the end, but my accident made me realize that life can change in a blink of an eye and I was no longer going to tiptoe through life. I'm making big plans and I'm going to achieve those plans and I think you guys should make those plans as well. We must know where we're going in order to get there. Do we know where we'll be in five years? Do you know where you'll be in two years? We really have to plan that out and think about it more closely so that we can achieve those goals. I guarantee if we don't do that, we're going to be in the same place as we are today. To be successful at this, it takes the right mindset. After all, it's our mindset that changes our attitude towards life and ourselves. We must take the time necessary to know who and what we really want. We must be at the top of our games. Things can change so fast, we'll be wondering, we'll be sitting there wondering what the hell happened. Remember, we are what we think. It doesn't matter how hard you work or how many hours you put in. If your paradigm doesn't change, year after year, the results are going to be the exact same thing. To change something, we first have to build a new model that makes the old model obsolete. And the great example of that is the wheelchair. You see, look where we started. The wooden wheelchair on wheels, rickety wheels. Then we have a nicer, more hospital type wheelchair, which is what I thought I was going to be in the rest of my life. And then you see the new aged new millennial kind of uh, wheelchair, such as mine. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a very different perspective on living life in a wheelchair. Because I imagine back in the day when you have to roll around in that wheelchair there, or this the hospital type of wheelchair. How, how does that give you confidence? Mm -hmm. It can't give you confidence. 
you got to be a very strong person if you're going to have confidence out of that. But if you put me, put you put yourself into a nice stylish wheelchair with color, things you could adapt on it, and things you can really take to the next level, then life gives you an option to be very, very confident. I roll around the streets and I do everything just the same as you guys do. It's just a little bit slower, that's all. <laughs> so, <clears throat> here's a, here's a, uh, the intuitive mind is a great gift and the rational mind is a servant faith, is a faithful servant. I'm just gonna switch the little angle here for a second because I really truly believe we have created a society that honors the servant mind. We are, we have uh, no longer are we following the intuitive mind which is the, the gift that we've all been given. And I really believe if we don't change that aspect of what, how we're thinking, we're doomed to fail. But to get back to perspective, Here's a little bit of perspective for you. How's this? Our cell phones today have more technology than the US, than the computers did that took the US to the moon. And today they're sitting in our pockets. We're using them to film today. Really, what we're doing is nothing compared to what they did in 1969 when they took the people to the moon. We now, what do we use them for? Selfies, Instagram, YouTube. We're not really using them to the best of their abilities now, are we? So what we need to do, it's, we need to change the way we look at our, our lives and the things we are operating in our lives, the things we have. It really, goes for, it really goes for anything, but if we change the way we interact with something, if we change the way we think about something, the interaction will also change. I say that to say this because I'm in a wheelchair every day of my life, I'm rolling around with a smile on my face, traveling, talking to great people like yourselves. And it's because I decided to look at the wheelchair not as a disability, but as a vehicle. And I can do whatever I wanted. Enjoying the life I do have, not thinking about what I've lost. So I made the decision to see my wheelchair as a vehicle. As I said, it's amazing to event to experience the world with the amazing adventures and different puzzles to, to figure out. That's what I've been going through now. I like to show people that where there's a will, there's always a way. And you can ne never say, I can't, but always ask, how can I? I share that, I sh can I share, I'll share a story with you of a vision, what, what a vision what a powerful vision and mindset can, what a clear goal can achieve. After World War II, Sir Edmund Hillary from New Zealand came home to his countryside. He made, uh, he, he loved the, the countryside, uh, he loved climbing, and he wanted to, he wanted to be the first person to climb Mount Everest. Do you think he knew what he was getting into before he, he went up there and started climbing? The challenges he would run into, things of that nature? No, of course not. The challenges, what he did was, he decided to create an image in his mind of being the first person on the summit at 29,000 feet in the air. With extreme confidence, he made the decision, put it into action, and on May 29th, 1953, 
uh, led by John Hunt, Sir Edmund Hillary, a beekeeper from New Zealand, was the first person on the summit on Mount Everest. So, if a beekeeper coming home from World War II decides to climb up the tallest mountain in the world and then does it, anything is possible. We could do whatever we want, whatever we set our minds to, and that's exactly what I'm saying today. As I said, it's about our mindset, the perspective, how we decide to see something. Me, life gave me lemons, and I've made lemonade with it. So, thing is, people don't struggle because they want to. It's because they don't know how to knock down the barriers that are in front of them. Many of us think this terrible accident happened to us for no reason, and so what's the point in trying to get back into it? We just have to take the time to look within ourselves and take and find the reasons to succeed. <clears throat> if we're honest with ourselves, these answers are able to be found and we can then create the life we really want and we really deserve. I am, like I said at the beginning, I am the decisive element and it's up to me and it's up to you how we're gonna view the situation in front of us. In all situations, it is my attitude that's gonna determine whether I rise or fall. And it is my, and it is, uh, it's up to me to see how the situation is gonna unfold. Life, uh, power, I, I possess tremendous power to make life miserable and joyous, or rather a crisis escalated or de-escalated. You must make the choice, like, as I did years ago, I decided my life was not over and I had something to live for. Bringing awareness to our mindsets and our perspectives and how important a good, solid, positive mindset is to go through life and take on the challenges that are in front of you. Take the time today to take back control of that small, the little voice in your head and so you're ready to roll with the punches tomorrow. Always, always remembering where there's a will, there's always a way and never to give up. And on that note, I would like to ask you guys to, you're allowed to move again and see how it felt. <laughs> you can learn more about Mark Nixon at Perspective21.com and you can learn more about Blue Talks at bluetalks.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.